Mind the Millennial podcast. My name is Chris. I'm an elder millennial. And my name is Jillian, and I'm a younger millennial. And together we chat about topics that span our generation from our different viewpoints. Woohoo! Teach, what are we doing today? <laughs> we are just hanging out, relaxing. It's a lovely, almost rainy Thursday night. We are here to talk about millennials and tattoos. I am so excited for this episode. What are you doing, Chris? Uh, just want to say big thanks to everyone. Uh, I don't know how people keep finding us, but thanks to all the new listeners. If you make it this far in the episode catalog, we're so grateful for everyone here. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you find us entertaining, fulfilling, fill in the blank there, feel free to share us around. Uh, we're on a couple social media platforms and email. Where are we at, Jeech? We are on TikTok at Mind the Millennial Gap. We're on Instagram at Mind the Millennial Gap. And we have an email at MindTheMillennialGap at gmail.com. Still waiting anxiously for your emails for that one. Perfect. Yeah, we check quite often. We're waiting for that <laughs> very first person. Yes. But yeah, uh, feel free to, to share us. We've so enjoyed the, the growth. We're very happy. Uh, that we're reaching people that aren't just our friends on Instagram. I think we, how many continents are we up to now? Um, I think five. I would love to believe those are real people. I don't know if those are bots or people <laughs> throwing their IP. Well, the map is showing five continents yes, currently. So, so thank you to all the listeners, no matter what continent you're on. Yes. Agreed. All right. Tattoos, right? Tattoos. Today we are going to talk about millennials and tattoos. I am super stoked for this episode, um, but first, let's talk about our tattoo status. Chris, how many tattoos do you have? I am at zero tattoos currently. Zero tattoos. That is a big zero. That is a big zero. <laughs> um, much like our how our age difference means we're on different sides of the spectrum, I am also on the other side of the spectrum for tattoos. I have, I think, Four and plans for a bigger one coming up here soon. Um, so yeah, a lot of tattoos. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if I had a tattoo of just the image of zero for that the bit. would have been funny. Oh, <laughs> for the bit. We should have planned this out a little bit further in advance. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so millennials and tattoos. Chris, yesterday you shared some of your observations about like tattoos as you were growing up. Do you mind resharing that with the class? With the class. With the class. Yes, teacher. Um, <laughs> yeah, for I, I'm not going to tell everyone exactly where I grew up, but where I grew up was uh, in the American South. Uh, my town I grew up in probably leaned a little bit more blue collar and found itself in kind of the middle of the socioeconomic spectrum. Uh, many people that I grew up with are there. Their siblings that were a little bit older found themselves uh, doing some military service or, or, or working blue collar and those types of things. And so what I found, when I found out they were talking about tattoos, it just took me straight back to, to being a kid and, and watching uh, people get tattoos, whether they're in the military service or if it was just something they were looking forward to do on the weekend when they're off their shift and those types of things. And so tattoos are somewhat prevalent where I grew up. That's super interesting, but uh, kind of associated with military service, that kind of thing. I think, yeah, uh, cultural, yeah. right? Um, 
where I grew up, not everyone was in the military. Um, and so certain people, I, there are people that enjoyed the motorcycle lifestyle where I grew up. There are, uh, people that enjoyed a little bit more of a rock <laughs> lifestyle. Uh, hip hop was very prominent, uh, where I grew up in the South. And so, uh, tattoos around that, uh, movement and that culture were, yeah. were prolific there as well. Very cool. Very cool. Where I grew up, um, I didn't really know very many people with tattoos. Like I was trying to think about it after you talked about it with me yesterday. And I think I can like name every single person I knew that had a tattoo and it would be on one hand. It was just really, not, there was, there was this man that he was, he went to our church and he had, he was like a drummer for a band. Ooh, I don't think anyone here knows is going to listen to it. I had the biggest crush on him. He was like 15 years older than me, just covered in tats. I still think he's very cute, <laughs> but that was like probably one of the two or three people I knew that had tattoos of any, any span, any sort, like my age, older, anything growing up. So they definitely weren't super common. Yeah. I wouldn't say um, it was prolific in people I knew that were under 18, but I did know people that were getting <laughs> tattoos under 18 in, in garages, like stick poke. Yes. Like big pieces too. <laughs> that couldn't have just been one sitting on a stick poke tattoo. Well, if you are looking to make that zero tattoo a reality, I do know a stick poke artist. She's Only currently if it can be in done New in York, a garage, but <laughs> just an uncomfortably sweaty garage. And that's all I'm signing up for. Amazing. Alrighty, but where do millennials sit kind of generation, generation, oh no, generationally <laughs> with tattoos? Um, Chris, do you have any guesses? Oh, I would think that uh, on average or per capita that millennials probably have more tattoos than prior generations. And when I say prior generations, only maybe a handful, I think. Tattoos maybe became a little less popular, maybe post-World War II. This is me making stuff up. This is me just trying to take a look back. Um, but tattoos are pretty prolific through like the history of mankind. It just depends on where you're at. You are exactly right. Um, so millennials are the most tattooed generations. Uh, they're 41% of millennials actually have tattoos. Um, 41, 41%, isn't that, that seems to me like an insane number, right? That's Good. almost half of all millennials have Good one job, or more millennials. tattoos. I hope there's not a single regret tattoo in that 41%. Well, we were, we're going to talk about regret tattoos. Um, <laughs> Gen Xers, 32% of Gen Xers have tattoos, which is still a large number. Wait, did I do that math right? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, and then baby boomers, 13% have one or more tattoo. So definitely the most the most tattooed generation. Um, and actually very interestingly, this, um, this, this study projected a 7.7% growth rate year over year on this. And they said there is no cap. And to me, I was like, well, that doesn't super make sense because um, you're going to run out of bodies at some point <laughs> of people that don't have tattoos. But 7.7%, that is a huge growth rate year over year. Interesting. In millennials, yeah. How many people have that like offtake of like jumping into the deep end of 
permanent body art, right? Well, we, we're, we're going to keep talking about this, man. <laughs> yeah. um, are there enough people that can give tattoos? That, you are you are just lining my, them up perfectly. My goodness. I'm just going to stop. Just you point are. to me when you need me to segue. Oh, man. I love it. Okay. So one tattoo parlor opens on average a day, too, in the United States. How many clothes? How many clothes? I, I don't know. I don't have stats oh, okay. on that. Just one opens a day. Um, so why do you think millennials are getting tattooed more than their predecessors? I don't know. It seems, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that millennialism is unique by any means, but it seems like it's in that sweet spot of somewhat being contra to, oh, to previous like zeitgeists or, or paths. And so where, Maybe maybe it's uh, reaching out past their conservative, maybe ecosystem that they came through, and it's an outward sign of not being aligned to that. Doesn't matter if you're conservative or not. There's plenty of people I know that are conservative that still had tattoos yeah. as well. But yeah. I, that's just where my mind is. That's a very interesting thought. I think um, some of that lines up to what the research has said too. So. There's one study that was conducted by professors at the University of Arkansas, and they they found this is like very qualitative data, right? But they found that tattoos may be on the rise because at their core they signify means of cementing the permanence of an identity. Um, and they they said millennials in particular have gone through a lot of changes in our generation lifetime, right? Like from the advent of the internet to 9/11, like to the collapse of. <laughs> I used to take economy. photographs with film yes. and take it to Walmart and turn it in down a little pouch. So yeah, a lot has happened over our lifetime. Yes. Um, so even when everything else about the world is changing, tattoos are constant. They are a link to the past, which I thought was a very interesting um, thing to, to kind of consider there. Um, and the same study said that um, there might it might be comforting for millennials uh, to have a tattoo to know that the, the design etched in their skin will remain with them forever. Like some part of them that um, immortalizes a certain part of time that can't ever be taken away or changed no matter what life circumstances. Do you think that's them. appropriating like maybe old understandings of certain cultures um, like in New Zealand, the, the, the Maori culture has very d defining, prominent tattoos that are very much part of their culture. And it's there's meaning in the like geometry of it all and just very permanent in identifying them, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I know enough to speak like fully on that. Um, I, I would say just in general, just a millennial, mind the millennial gap word of advice, stay away from any tribal tattoos unless you are actually connected to that culture. Um, of any sort, it's it's not okay. <laughs> Tattoos in general, though, like be happy. Maybe get permission. How's that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I actually don't know enough about the history of tattoos to really speak on what their origins are. But we have been. We did talk super briefly yesterday. We love the show Vikings. Um, and on the History Channel, the I history think there's channel. like a couple things now, oh, but sorry. yeah, the the History Channel. Vikings with Ragnar and all the Skarsgård brothers, which is fabulous. Um, and the the main character has a series of tattoos on his head throughout the time period that kind of change. Um, and it, 
signify his like leadership and some of the things going on. So yeah, there's definitely old ties. Tattoos have been around for forever. Um, I, I don't know if they're appropriative or just kind of body art has always been a thing. And um, as long as it's unique and not taking on the elements of another culture, it's in my mind, it's okay. I don't know, though. Very interesting food for thought. If you have any thoughts about this, please email us at mindthemillennialgap at gmail.com. I really want an email, (laughs) y'all. I want a pen pal. Okay. (laughs) So lots of millennials are getting tattooed. Maybe it has something to do with like trying to get some security. My personal thought is that we've seen kind of through the episodes as we've been researching that millennials are big into differentiation, right? Like you can be yourself. You can do what you want. You don't have to conform to a box kind of like other generations have before. And maybe that's this is just kind of a um, like a continuation of that, that millennials like you you want a cow tattooed on your ankle and then later decorated with a rainbow please say that we are going to talk about that we absolutely can okay Okay. so we're gonna do a little (laughs) we absolutely can talk about it um we'll we'll talk about that during the tattoo regret section fair (laughs) yes but you absolutely can and it's becoming more accepted um there was a lot of the articles that i was finding were they're they're kind of written in that same language that we addressed a little bit last week where millennials are killing something and this one was written in the same tone but almost flipped it was like millennials are boosting tattoo removal sites and like still kind of derogatory about it still kind of like oh um but yeah they were like there are so many more um tattoo removal places now anything like that um and like, sure, if there are going to be more tattoos, they're going to be more tattoo regrets. Like, I want one on my arm gone, but not because I don't feel like it's professional, just because, like, I wish it had been executed a little bit better. Oh, really? I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's what I have bracelets, like, covering it almost all the time. I forget it's there. Um, one day I'll do something about it, but not today. Also, the meaning very much changed for me. Mm. Like, it... It signified something that is just not part of my life anymore. That's and why. That's why I am at a cool zero tattoos. <laughs> there, that makes a lot of really sense. There's really nothing that permanent in my life that I want to celebrate or see again. <laughs> I, I love the change of life. I love the full spectrum of life. I had a hard time committing to a single tattoo, let alone a lot of body art. That's that's very fair. That's very fair. And as you should, I take it take it seriously, especially with something semi-permanent um okay so in some ways these articles were right the frequency of tattoo removal procedures has gone up by almost 46 percent in the last few years they didn't break that down to like by age range on who's getting the tattoos removed or anything like that um but it has gone up and according to a survey conducted by the british association of dermatologists close to one-third of people who get tattoos regret at least one in their collection so again, like it, it maybe it's, it may not be the idea of a tattoo or permanent body art. Maybe they didn't like how it was executed and maybe they didn't like what it meant anymore. Maybe they were like, oh, that was a mistake and I should never have gotten that. The quality's bad and it faded. Yeah. There, there's so many outcomes, yeah. right? Yeah. But interestingly enough, that study did go by age and they said that the people who regretted their tattoo or who said that they regretted one or more of their tattoos 
overarchingly regretted tattoos they got between when they were between 18 and 25. Oh, so when you you're like impulsive, <laughs> yeah. you beat me to it again. <laughs> growing up where I grew up, uh, I, I had people I went to school with. And so a uh, senior year of high school, typically in, in America for the intercontinental folks, uh, senior year of high school, it's typical to be 17 years old going into your senior year of high school and turning 18 at some point period of time uh it's not everyone but it's pretty common in that time i can't tell you the number of people i knew that the minute they turned 18 it could finally get a tattoo artist to like let them in and do some artwork on them just saran wrap on arms in high school (laughs) it is that is very interesting that it's kind of that age range where your brain isn't fully formed you're like still very impulsive you're like i will love this forever and really it's like two weeks long you know, tattoos and student debt. What else could we you put can. on 18-year-old kids in this country? <laughs> Marriage, oh, if true. you're religious. Oh, big size in the room. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so anyways, th- th- I thought that was a very interesting correlation that like maybe impulsivity and regretting a tattoo kind of go hand in hand there. If I understand it correctly, there are some people that um, I don't want to throw around like the addicted word because I don't think that's the word. It's very serious. That's a very serious word, but there are some people that get drawn in very hard the minute they get one piece done. Yeah. And it's just like when, when can, when and where can I do the next one? I wonder if it's almost like a little bit behind the making the music here. That's not a phrase, but it is now. Uh, Chris and I talked about this podcast for like a year before we started it. And I wonder if it's like that momentum to do the first is like so hard. And then after it, it, you're like, ah, that was easy. I can do that all the time. So I wonder if it's just like the thought of like, okay, I'm putting something permanent on my body. And then when you've got one, you're like, "Hmm, okay, what else can we do? (laughs) Like the barrier is gone. The the thought is gone. Yeah. The like mental barrier is gone. Um, okay. Very interestingly. So even though the number of tattoo removals have gone up significantly and people are regretting it, um, out of millennials, 85% disagree with the statement. I plan to have one or more of my tattoos removed one day and 89% say that they are proud to share off their tattoos. Um, which I thought was very interesting. And I listened to a podcast yesterday about, it's very good. It's ended now, but I would highly recommend it. It's called Millennials Ruined. Um, it's not It's it's not on anymore. You can find it on Spotify, but they did an episode on tattoos that I thought was very interesting. And one of the people talked about like, yeah, it's a lot more individual now. You're not just like pointing at a wall and like saying, oh, I want that tattoo you're usually like designing something with the help of an artist or finding something that's more meaningful to you and getting that on your body. Like there's a lot more art and, and thought that goes behind it. So maybe that has something to do with like. And, and it seems that visible tattoos in the workplace uh, has become a little more common and, and much more acceptable. You literally could not have transitioned better oh, than Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. I, I think I think of a handful of people I've worked with. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I so for the record, love tattoos, despite only having a cool zero amount of tattoos. <laughs> so far. I, I think I think they're quite lovely. And and I'm amazed at what people can do with needles and ink on on a human being. It's quite astounding. So Chris, you work in tech. Kind of what do you see as far as tattoos now? Um, 
I think if I worked in a different place in tech, it would be a little bit different. Uh, Julian and I live in Utah, overarching conservative kind of community that we live in. Uh, the, the, the technology jobs and technology companies have definitely started to bring uh, non you know, a lot of people are multi-generational in this state and is really starting to bring a lot of people in. And so there is variety coming in there. But I think, you know, on, on average, there's five to 10 people at a tech company that I've worked in, in Utah that have visible uh, but appropriate tattoos while they're in the workplace. Interesting that you say appropriate. We're going to get back to that too because that does kind of factor into the research here. Um, I have, I worked in, eh, I worked in a tech related company for my first job kind of out of college, moved to a place that was wild um, that will factor into a story later. <laughs> and then and now I'm back in tech and it's been my first, the first company I worked at is actually Chris and I worked there together. I saw almost no one with tattoos in, in the office. I was very close with a lot of coworkers, didn't, didn't know anyone with tattoos. My second place, the, we're going to save that story. And then the third place, um, back in tech again, I, I and very buttoned up. Um, like I always feel very underdressed when I'm in the office, despite wearing my fanciest clothes. <laughs> but e even there, um, just a few weeks ago, I was having a meeting with some of the developers and they were showing off their new tattoos that they were all getting. And I was like, this is really dope to have uh, just it so free and open talking about it on like a like a high level in the company that people are OK having tattoos and sharing them with each other. I thought it was very neat. Yeah, it it seems. And I think COVID and the pandemic maybe made it a little bit. Well, not maybe. My observation is that it definitely sped up a lot of workplace transitions. So when it comes to maybe the way people dress, maybe the way people carry themselves, um, like we talked about in a previous episode, like I used to work suit and tie, yeah. like white shirt, suit and tie, get get poked at by the boss. Heaven forbid you wore a striped shirt with your tie and your <laughs> suit, right? So really, really, really buttoned up in a previous life. And now it's, you know what? As long as you're not coming to work in pajamas, a lot of people are actually seeing you for the value, skill, experience, rather than just the visual outcomes. Yeah. And granted, there are jobs that are customer-facing. I understand. But even even then, I'm starting to see a little bit more of people are people. We don't have to look like we're selling something every minute of every single day and being the most professional look. Right. 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 So that's kind of what the research was pointing out too, that there are some, um, there are some careers, uh, kind of anything with finance, um, along those lines that you really, tattoos are still pretty frowned upon and dress standards are still pretty tight, but, um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of more flexibility when it comes to tattoos amongst people that were self-identifying as employers that were talking about it, right? Um, but even still, 70% of tattooed millennials made sure that their tattoos could be hidden with the right clothing for work. Um, and that was from the Pew Research Center. Just had to call them out. All right. 
Yeah. Um, so in, despite the increasing popularity of tattoos and the how their negative stigma is kind of dissolving, um, there's a, a lot of like client customer interactions, just like you said, are still kind of um, kind of a little bit more strict on those. Um, so unlike and the reason is because like unlike clothes, jewelry, hair, kind of some of those things, you can't cover them up, remove it. Yeah. And I tried to find this article again. I can't. But there was a um, study done by someone um, on employers in California, and they said 31% of employers would be less likely to promote someone if they had tattoos than if they didn't, which to me was startling. Like, I was like, 31 is a lot, but then I was also like, 31 is like, maybe not. I wonder if that's just like baked into their unconsciousness, right? Or if if it's a line of work where it's like, it's just it will make it more difficult for the person involved and potentially reduce the success, right. Of, of having someone in that line of work. Yeah. Yeah. And and almost it's this one, this is what shocked me. So 31% seemed like a lot. 37% said the same thing about, um, piercings. Like if you had more than one piercing, Interesting. So yeah. It's going to take a lot more time. It it's seems. going to take a lot more time for that one, which is not what I expected. But there, there is a fine line between, oh, that's not bad. And like the, the jumping off the cliff to be like, that is a bit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is actually really cool. I didn't know that this was a practice, but there is a, there are areas on your body known as job stoppers among tattoo artists. And a lot of tattoo artists refuse to tattoo people there unless you already have a lot of body art or you're a musician or something. If it creeps out of your collar and up into your face. Exactly. They it's said, not, it's not my place. I did not make this rule. Yeah. For some reason, it's an unspoken knowledge point. Like it takes a bold person to get a face tattoo and I am so here for it thank you mike tyson and post malone if you've seen post malone Malone dancing recently if you haven't go look it up it's the most charming thing a a bold person (laughs) but yeah it it definitely that happiness brought from those tattoos unfortunately has like a a halting outcome to certain employment it does yeah hands neck and face are what is known as the job stoppers which i i think it's kind of neat that somebody's turning away commission just to do someone a solid in the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I lived in another part of the country that was a little bit more, um, it was mildly more progressive than it's conservative, like outlying areas there. And there was a I restaurant. I will Venmo someone $2 oh, if they geez. can guess what this is. But there's, there's a restaurant that just embraced the progressiveness of, of that town. And there, there was just, very accepting of whatever permanent choices or semi-permanent choices in their employment uh, for their employers, right? I'm sorry, employees. And so green hair, multiple piercings, very prevalent tattoos, uh, not much left on an ear to gauge because they were so big. But like, they have a place and that's wonderful and I loved it. Be yourself. I love it. Um, Okay, and I wanted to close kind of this tattoos in the workplace section with this quote which made me laugh out loud the first time I read it it's by um, a University of Tampa assistant professor Kristen Faltz who um, helped conduct some of the research we talked about earlier and she said if you walk into a boardroom and you have 
baby girl tattooed on your neck, you might not get the job you want. <laughs> I would I would love to see a day where someone could walk boldly into a boardroom and say, I am smart and I am baby girl. I am I I would love that too. I would love for people to be seen for who they they really, really are in spite of how they want to express that. Yes. Culturally that needs to bake a lot more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is, I think we're kind of stepping in that direction, but it, it'll be a little bit before we're fully there for sure. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about what tattoos millennials are getting. Um, Chris, do you want to, do you, wanna oh, do you want to wager a guess, guess here? Um, I, as much as I love our generation, I don't think we're excused from the, um, justice system. So I bet you there are some, uh, tattoos acquired, uh, in prison amongst our generation. Uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You think if, that's one of the top tattoos people are getting? Remember, Almost half of all millennials have a tattoo and we're saying the number one is prison tats. I didn't say number one. You okay. just asked me <laughs> what kind of tattoos there are. Chris, my, what, do you, what do you think the number one tattoo is? The number like, one tattoo? Thematic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeez. Did I go down the wrong path? Yes, but it was great. <laughs> uh, the, the, the number one tattoo I've seen I've seen the trend where a lot of people are getting uh, flowers, like meaningful, like yeah. bouquets of flowers. That's that's maybe a little bit more female, but lately a lot of just uh, flowers of meaning, and people can explain it to you. That's what we've seen. I don't know the last two or three months when we've run across some friends, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's super common right now. That's actually number two. You did a great job. Um, my sister has a flower tattoo that's meaningful to her. Mystic Megan does too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can think of like a handful of friends. I, that I do don't it, know yeah. how, how many bodies have Simperfy on it from just Marines. That almost seems like a tradition that to get a Marine tattoo. If you're in the Marines is, is not actually one of the top 15 tattoos. Okay. Hold on. Things that millennials are getting. Um, is it like a art genre? Um, they're just more like themes. Oh, themes? Yeah, thematically. I really hope tribal art is out and not on that list. It's not on that list. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Thank you, millennials. Yeah. I, I can't guess anymore. It's just going to be dead air. Okay. That's very <laughs> fair. Because I'm going to just go down the wrong paths every single time. <laughs> so like trend-wise, style-wise, kind of traditional tattoos are out and there's a lot more fine line geometric watercolor and micro like sticker tattoos. I love the inverted tattoos to where it's like um, black space and like the image is the non-black space. Yes. I think that is gorgeous. I, that must hurt so bad, but it sounds gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So the number one type of tattoo are animals. I could see that. I think a lot of... <laughs> Straight Fight Club, go find your spirit animal. <laughs> People are getting their spirit animal tattooed to them. We don't talk. Spirit animal is also out. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is that is also appropriative. But yes, finding an animal that's meaningful to you is in. Um, and actually, butterflies, cats, and dogs are the most three common ones. I'm just. You guys can't see me shaking my head <laughs> on a microphone, but it's definitely shaking right now. 
Um, I am not a. I am not outside you have of this an, trend. You have an animal. <laughs> I have two animals. Oh, two. I guess you do. Yeah. 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 So two of my tattoos. One is a shark, which is my favorite one. Her name is Cassidy. I love her. I got her um, because I believed the <laughs> um, the now thing that I know to only be semi-true that sharks have to keep swimming in order to stay alive. And Chris, on one of our very early dates, told me that it was just wasn't true. And I had like picked this out because it was so meaningful. Sharks are my favorite animals. It was super meaningful to me because I was going through a really hard time in my life when I got it. And he was just like, nope, not a thing. <laughs> but I still love her. She's still my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I got to hold some knowledge back <laughs> once in a while when it's not appropriate. <laughs> no, it was good. Because they 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 have like pictures of sharks like kind of just sitting on the sand <laughs> in the bottom of the ocean and just trying to like push water over oh. their gills. And so it's completely the, the imagery of something that always has to move and it always has to move forward is just very, very lovely and beautiful. And I completely ruined that. I don't know. Weeks into meeting. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still great. She's still my girl. Um, okay. And then the second animal I have is the story that I've referred to going back. So I worked for a company that was, it was, it, it was a very party heavy culture. It was a very cool concept of a company. Um, and for the beginning times I worked there, it was really, it was a lot of fun. Um, but one of the things they did at their parties was they had a tattoo artist that would come and every party, every party, not yeah. just like a one-off thing. Hey, that should be a, we'll, we'll give this a try. That's a great idea. That didn't pan out. No, every corporate party, yeah. the corporate tattoo artist was there. Yeah. So you could get wild. It was, it was wild. And they were all hand-drawn by our creative director who was the kindest man in the entire world. Um, it, so it was a really cool thing. You could also get like temporary ones if that wasn't into you. I got one that said brisket misfit that was temporary that one of the sweet girls came up to me and was like, that's not real, is it? Please tell me that you didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, same night I had had a few drinks. It was a huge party. Big, big launch party. Big, yeah. enormous corporate event. Like huge. Yeah. Huge. And maybe a few too many drinks and I had decided to get a tattoo on my leg and um Chris Ace and I have uh, for a long time talked about having a <laughs> um a ranch that has bison on it and there yeah, was a little the cow the dream the dream our our bison ranch the crooked d um but it <laughs> so so I saw this little cow and it resonated with me and so I got a cow tattoo on my leg um I don't know if you've picked up from this. From just just like a stick. So for the for yeah. people listening, if you think of like stick figures, it's it's a step up above that. It's not a detailed cow, no. but in stick figure ish form, uh, you definitely can't confuse it for any other animal. No. And it's it's not very big either. Um, yeah, it's a sticker tattoo. Yeah, it's, it's just a little guy. But I don't know if you've picked up from this from past episodes. I did not like working there. And it was like almost instant regret when I woke up the next day. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, it has meaning because this so is a proud. dream. So proud when someone brought you home that you had gotten it. <laughs> like you couldn't, you were gushing about this cool. And I was like, oh, I thought you were going to get the avocado one because I thought that one was really cool. <laughs> not my body. So not my choice. The avocado one was really cute. Um. 
so I had this tattoo and, and my time there ended like kind of chaotically. Yeah. And months after that. And months out. Yeah. Not, not very time long after that. So I had this cow that I did not know what to do with that at this point kind of was like a reminder of like a very, very stressful, terrible time for me. And so I was like, Oh, what do I do with it? So um, my sister had had the cutest tattoo done by this lovely girl. Um, her Instagram is cowgirl coloring book. Go follow her. She is so amazingly talented. She is absolutely so talented. She does a lot of work in color. Um, if you're in Salt Lake and you ever want anything tattooed, like I could not recommend her more. And she is the loveliest, easiest person to like talk to. She made the time fly by. Um, and so I just emailed her and was like, Hey, like this, tat- this tattoo is for everyone. She, she, she specializes in like whimsical and super colorful. Yeah. Right. Super so, colorful. So, um, very different style of tattoo. And yeah. so this very blank cow needed a little bit of life. Yes. So I emailed her a picture of the cow and I was like, Hey, <laughs> this, this tattoo holds like some bad memories for me. Can you make it magical? And she was like, absolutely. So, um, she, she worked her magic on it. She was sitting there like mixing her own colors. Um, I'll post the picture of it to Instagram because it is not only is the cow colorful and just this beautiful rainbow, which is super meaningful to me personally, but she also put little like lucky charms around it that just make it so happy. And now every time I look at my leg, I am overjoyed to see that cow there. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know what Lucky Charms is, I'm I'm sorry. Send us an email. I will personally order you a box of Lucky Charms to your place. It is a cereal. It it's a and it has colorful marshmallows in it. Jillian's tattoo literally has what looks like colorful marshmallows just orbiting this little cow. <laughs> it is it is quite wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's on TikTok or is that on your personal? Uh, it's on my personal. Too. Oh, okay. I yeah, we can we can post TikTok. it on the the other one there. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it on there. Um, but it's very it's very cool. Yeah. So I'm not above the animal. <laughs> Either two of my four are animals, and one of them is insect related. So yeah, the other one. The, I during our um, I guess during our span of millennial lifetime, it seems like tattoo reality shows yeah kind of came into their their prime like um uh, th- there's many miami uh, inc yeah miami inc but do you remember the uh carrie hart one in in vegas oh do you remember yes and then there was like uh like a tattoo <laughs> contest one it has dave navarro for those who don't know who dave navarro is he's, he's a musician he was the guitar player for jane's addiction and kind of filled in uh, a small era of red hot chili pepper very d- distinguishable looking gentleman, but there's like these, these tattoo reality shows and they really kind of came into their prime. I don't know how much they, they stand up now. Uh, I don't watch much TV anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't either. It'd be interesting to see if those are still on there. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating. It's super, super interesting. And I wonder how the style of those kind of, is it similar to what they're seeing now? Do you want to hear the top 15? Well, the Miami Ink show, for anyone who hasn't watched it, uh, it had a handful of really good friends. It's what the depiction of that show was. But they specialized in very particular uh, themes of tattoo art. I remember one of them was 
a very highly sought after uh, Japanese uh, style of of tattoo uh, artist there, and he'd have people fly across the country, like sit on his wait list for a while. Is is what the show depicted? Yeah, we all know reality TV has some reality and a lot less reality associated and in, in, in there. But what's the list, Gigi? Alrighty, so we've got animal and insects, flowers, sun, moon, and stars. Four is name or initials. Five is quote. Six is bird. Seven is religious symbol. Eight is mythical creature. You can get your little squatch tattooed on. Ooh, maybe that'll be my next one. Can Ooh, I work in a squatch? Surfing squatch. Sur- oh, surfing squatch. Surfing Mothman. Shout out to Oceanside, yeah. Oregon. Yes. And the squatch little shop that had images of Sasquatch surfing. Oh, that was awesome. So good. Sasquatch be- Sasquatch's Beach Houses, I think that's what it's called. Sasquatch yeah, Beach Houses. Wonderful place. That's very cool. Um, a heart, a symbol from a movie, TV show, or book. Yeah, somebody called out how many like Harry Potter tattoos there have been. It's um, very interesting. I know you don't follow Joe Rogan much. No. But he has people send him pictures Do of they get him his tattooed? likeness getting tattooed onto them constantly. Thanks, I hate it. uh the zodiac or a tarot oh i would do a tarot card that'd be kind of cool mystic megan could pick one for me oh i did a freaky tarot reading for me earlier um a word an homage to family relatives an awareness ribbon or lyrics chris if you had to get lyrics tattooed on you what would it be oh my gosh i don't listen to music that has enough meaning behind it it just has sound you uh, have to you have 10 seconds Oh, 10 seconds? It's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to think about it and post something. Okay, Chris, we'll get back to us on what lyrics he would like tattooed on his body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So that's what millennials are getting tattooed on them. I didn't hear um, a somewhat popular image is like foggy trees. Um, But you're right. That is in the Mustang Moon Stars. It's obviously not popular enough, but like thematically, it it exists at some level, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. Like there's there is some like nature esque things missing out here. I wonder if they kind of get clumped under flowers, if they're like nature. Mm. Yeah, no, I can yeah. see the religious symbols a lot. I I know in my lifetime, I've run across quite a few people that you know have some yeah. type of religious symbol on their body art. Yeah, yeah is a, a common thing. I can think of two friends that like have almost like post-Mormon tattoos, which I think would be counted as religious. If it's directive in nature, right? Yeah. 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 I have a, a friend, if you're listening to this, we love you, that has, um, fun fact about Utah, it had its own alphabet for a little bit. And he has a phrase tattooed in that alphabet on his arm, which I think is very interesting. I feel like I'm on an after school school special. It's like the more you know, the more right, <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna end with um, kind of a: is this a fad or is this not? And I'm gonna read directly from one of the studies, one of the wrap up kind of qualitative pieces of the studies. So, are millennials just experiencing temporary tattoo high? Or will the mania die down in a dull roar? 
Will the next wave of young people known as Gen Z be as into the tattoo craze as their predecessors? Right now, with workplace attitudes toward towards tattoos changing to become more acceptable and more and more stars choosing to get tattooed, it seems like the pros of getting inked outweigh the cons in the minds of most millennials. As we said before, 4 and 10, a statistic that might just keep going up with if the current forecast holds. Again, that forecast is 7.7% growth. Um, it's enough to make skeptical old timers shake their fists at the way the world's gone. Oh, geez, but, wrote this? <laughs> but if the so-called obsession millennials seem to have with tattoos means more people are connected with their identities, that's more than a good enough reason for the trend to continue. Good for them for wrapping up <laughs> what was just absolute nothingness with find your happiness, <laughs> express your happiness, right? Yes. <laughs> Be your happiness as much as you can. Yes. So, again, we we come back to find your happiness. <laughs> Absolutely. So, for, for anyone for anyone who listened to this episode, if you have tattoos, again, I'm a big fan. Just don't have any. We'd love Yet. to see them. We would love to see your tattoos. Please take us on a tattoo tour. If you want it posted, we are more than happy to post it. Um. Bevan Salamander, if you want us to post your tattoo, I think I already have a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, t- tattoos. Amazing. Keep keep getting them if they make you happy, everyone. Yeah. Find meaning in them. Yeah. But I think, Jeej, the one thing we didn't cover was uh, tattoo removal costs that you looked over. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was stunning. Yeah. So I can't, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't like speak clearly to it, but depending on how many sessions you need, which is kind of dependent on the size or, and the coloring that you choose, it can cost anywhere and how many sessions you need to, how dark or how old it is. Or space. Or space. Yeah. Right. It can cost between $436,000 for tattoo removal. (laughs) So like to me, like now having kind of learned a lesson, I, I would invest more time and more money probably in someone that I believed could execute a vision that I liked to the caliber that I wanted. Um, yeah. So, so maybe, maybe it's worth it. I mean, like little, little spur of the moment tattoos are fun, but if you're doing something bigger or something more obvious, maybe it's worth the time and money to have it done. You got, you got me really thinking of like how, people outwardly express themselves regardless of generation. Right. Because it's it's typically, I don't know, like a haircut, um, clothing. Yeah. We're seeing ear design come back in. If you follow like ear design TikTok, that's like um, kind of uh, getting, piercing your ears in different ways and like where you pierce and how you put the jewelry in and things. And there are people who actually like will go and design your ears. I'm going to one next week in Utah, which is like very surprising in there. I, I just booked like a number of piercings, not placement. And they'll go in and kind of look at what I already have. I think I have seven piercings already. In one um, ear or both? In both, like between two ears. Oh, okay. And so they'll like look at it and help me like place the other ones according to what I want, which is really cool. Ear design. Yeah. That's a new one. I haven't heard of that yeah. one yet. Lauren, my sister. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Lauren. Shout out Lauren. <laughs> the queen of all things cool. <laughs> awesome. So tattoos. Tattoos. Fad. So in your opinion, tattoos fad? Tattoos 
just finding some stride or yeah. do you think obviously we we're more exposed to to american uh outcomes here or do you think that you'll just find it more commonplace I think I think it, we're just going to find it more commonplace from here on out. I think Gen Z is going to keep the ball rolling with this one. Um, and like maybe kind of in the way that we're seeing a lot of things go with them, it'll be a little bit more intentional, whereas millennials kind of like did all the things. Like first, Gen Z is doing the same things, but a little bit more intentionally or a little bit more directionally. So it wouldn't surprise me if it, it was more like ear design for your body, body design for your art. Um but yeah, I don't think we're seeing, I don't think we'll see it slow down. What do you think? I'd love to see it pick up more. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to see people truly being able to be themselves and however they want to show that off. If you have any tattoo ideas for Chris, send them my way. Oh, that doesn't mean <laughs> there's any obligation. Just because you send it, there's no obligation it will happen. Still, it'll be a good giggle. <laughs> and maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> Wonderful. Where, where can people find us to send their tattoo um, uh, information? Mind the Millennial Gap on Instagram and TikTok and mind the millennial gap at gmail.com. Please email us. Yeah. Awesome. Big thanks again to everyone who's listened. We couldn't appreciate you all any more than we can um, without just words on our podcast. Again, feel free to share. We, we'd love to have more people come and be included into just our what are sometimes just silly talks, but we still <laughs> we still enjoyed this doing it ourselves. Uh, and so if anyone else would want to come and participate, we'd love to have everyone. We absolutely would. Thank you, everyone. All right. Until next week. Bye.